This is part five, our fifth session on Ephesians 4, 11 to 14. And we're going to finish talking about verse 12 for the equipping. Let's read it from the beginning. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some shepherds or pastors and teachers, and then three purposes for the equipping of the saints. That's number one. Two, that that equipping would result in the work of the ministry. So they're equipped to do the work of service or the work of the ministry. And the result of that becomes re-upbuilding, building up the body of Christ. And that's the part we're focusing on today. So, Father, these are sacred, hallowed things to talk about here. The body of Christ, the Son of God, the living Creator, Redeemer, Savior, Lord, Inheritor of the universe. And we somehow are considered His body, and our job as saints is to do a ministry that results in the upbuilding of that body. That is an awesome thing. So, would you grant us now understanding and a passion to do this in our local churches? I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, just to review. The apostles and prophets provide the authoritative, revelatory foundation that everything is based on. Then there would be no saints or Christians to pastor or to build uh, into if there were no gospel people telling the story, the gospel, so that people could come to faith. And then we are shepherds and teachers. There are shepherds and teachers in the church, and their job is, with a focus especially on teaching, to equip, supply whatever is needed to get the job done, equip the saints. But this gives you a clue right here what the main focus of the equipping is, as we saw here in, we want to grow into a a unified faith and knowledge of the Son of God. We need teaching for that. We don't want to be children carried around by every wind of doctrine. So we need right doctrine instead of false doctrine. And it's good perhaps to go over to 1 Corinthians 14.20 and just say, brothers, don't be children in your thinking. Be infants in evil. Yeah, do that. Be inexperienced (laughs) when it comes to evil. You don't need to be a practiced and grown-up person when it comes to evil, be innocent and and, and, uh, immature in your evil, but in your thinking. Be mature. Grow up so that you're not these children anymore, vulnerable to all kinds of false teaching. That's the goal here of the shepherding and teaching and equipping and the work of the ministry. That's where we're going. And one more reminder from last time, This word ministry, we're all ministers, should remind us of what Jesus was. Even the Son of Man came not to be ministered to, same word, serve, ministered to, but to serve or to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. So this word here, the work, the work of the ministry, 
is the work of joining Jesus in humbling ourselves and becoming servants of all other Christians seeking ways to meet their needs, especially with what we've been equipped with from the teachers. Now, notice the relationship between these three things. Equipping the saints, work of the ministry, building up of the body of Christ. This is preparation of the work, the workers. This is the actual working, right? The work of the ministry. So preparation for the work, and when the work happens after or through the preparation, this is the result. A built-up body of Christ. So there's the, the connection. The, the pastors and teachers equip the saints. All of Christians do a ministry according to their gifts, and the result is supposed to be a built-up body of Christ. And this is what we're focusing on. I want to know, what is this? What is this building up? Let's say just a few things about it from what we see here. It is um, an individual thing and a corporate thing. You see that, right? All the saints are involved in the work of the ministry and the building up of those saints by our ministry to each other. That's the individual part, and you can see it here with children. Don't be children. You're all individual children that need to be grown up. And when you're grown up, there's going to be a corporate reality. One mature man, Jesus Christ, the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, or body of Christ. So there's corporateness, and there's individuality as each one and all of us attain the unity. That's the first thing. Keep in mind individuality and unity. Just jumping over to 1 Corinthians 12. You are the body of Christ. That's a corporate reality. And individually members of it. We never play off the importance of the individual against the importance of the body. They are both absolutely essential in the life of the church and the life of Christians. That's the first thing to say. Individual reality and corporate reality. Second thing I want to do is just describe what is what kind of body would result or, or building you are God's building, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3. So building up is a metaphor that sometimes Paul uses for the constructing of a building, and sometimes he uses it for the maturing of a person or a body. In either case, a well-built-up body or building would be durable, Right? It wouldn't be easily destroyed, wouldn't die, wouldn't fall over, wouldn't collapse, wouldn't decay, would be durable, it would be functional, meaning it will accomplish what it's designed to do. A healthy, mature, 
A strong, durable body can get done what needs to be done. What is what is the body of Christ in the world for? And it will be beautiful. Because Christ is beautiful, and this is his body. So the effect of this upbuilding is going to be at least those three things. One last observation. What are the marks of upbuilding? That is, what, what goes into the process of upbuilding through the work of the ministry, through the equipping of the pastors and teachers? Let me mention three things. Let's go over to 1 Corinthians 14 to look at Paul talk about this word upbuilding, oikodomain or oikodomeo. Watch this. This is 1 Corinthians 14. Pursue love earnestly. Pursue love. Earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. Why? Why especially? For one who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men, because they can't understand what he's saying without an interpreter. We'll see that in a minute. Speaks to men, not to men, but to God, and no one understands him. This is why prophecy is so important. Understanding. But he utters mysteries in the spirit. On the other hand, the one who prophesies speaks to men, speaks to people for their upbuilding. So crucial, because understanding is such an essential component of upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. So those three things, encouragement, consolation, upbuilding through understanding. The one who speaks in a tongue builds up himself, but the one who prophesies builds up the church, which is what we're after in Ephesians 4. 12, the building up of the body of Christ, according to right here, for the building up of the body of Christ. So that's what he says happens when there's understanding. Now, I want you, to, I want you all to speak in tongues, but even more to prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless someone interprets, because then you can have understanding, and understanding is the crucial thing so that the church may be built up. Understanding with an interpreter creates upbuilding. And this drops down to verse 19. Nevertheless, in church, I would rather speak five words with my mind in order to instruct others than 10,000 words in a tongue, because understanding is the key to upbuilding. So the first mark I'm going to say of upbuilding is understanding. Understanding this knowledge, which comes through this teaching. So good pastors are constantly building and building and building their people through more and more glorious insight into the mysteries of Christ and the ways of God in this world. Here's the second mark of upbuilding, namely love. I'm going to go to the next verse here, verses this goes to verse 14. I'm going to jump to verse 15 and 16. Speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up. So this is what you do when you minister to one another and build one another up. Speaking the truth in love, we are to grow in every way into him who is the head, because we're trying to build the body of Christ into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is supplied when each part is working, 
All of us doing our part, working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Okay, so I'm just highlighting the fact that as the body is built or grows, uses both images, the building image and the grow image, as it does, it is doing it in love because we're trying to build a a coherent, loving, reconciled, mutually helpful, harmonious, caring, in each other's lives, body of Christ. So, number two, love. And finally, number three, grace. And here I'm going to go just a few verses farther, down to verse 29 of this chapter in Ephesians 4, and it goes like this. Let no corrupting talk. Isn't it remarkable? So that back in verse 15, it said, um, speak the truth to one another in love. And now here it says, don't let any corrupting talk. So, so much of our building up is talk, talk, talk to one another. Speak the word of God to one another. Speak promises to one another. Speak warnings to one another. Fill your mouths with the word of God to one another if you want to build each other up. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up. And then he says this, as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. When your talk builds up, it's because it is ministering grace. Grace in the New Testament strengthens people, makes them strong. Paul said to Timothy, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. So the third thing here is grace. So this upbuilding flows from this mutual ministry, which is rooted in this equipping, which is rooted in this teaching, and therefore the central focus of all of this is understanding, spoken with love, imparting grace so that the body of Christ corporately is built into what it ought to be, durable, functional, getting the job done, beautiful.